Hi, this is Tim Krolski. You've gotten to know some of Garner's folks personally through my podcast. Now it's time for you to hear about the ever-changing things happening in the trucking industry. From regulations to technology to customers and the daily life of a trucker, it's time to hear from the folks on the road and the people off the road who provide support. What will your perspective be? Will you agree with the thoughts of others? Find out when you come with me on Garner Trucking's Beyond the Cab. Hello and welcome to another edition of Beyond the Cab. I'm your host, Tim Krolski, and with me today, I have uh, our brand new IT manager, Josh Ramirez. Josh, thanks for joining me today. Yes, thank you for having me. This is a a great way to kind of do an introduction to everyone in the company and and certainly anyone outside the company that's listening. we, uh, we kind of got surprised. We had a, a long-term IT manager, did a great job for us, and um, sad to see Jeff go, and, and so thankful to have a great replacement for him, and the job that you've been doing for us uh, thus far has been outstanding. We appreciate that. Thank you. Um, so Josh, originally here, Finley, Ohio is home. Yes. Where'd you go to school? Uh, graduated from Finley High School, okay. and then, uh, did some college at Owens here in Finley, finished off in the Toledo and then uh, graduated from Tiffin University. Okay, and uh, we're married, we got kids. Yes. Okay, how long have you been married? Been married for seven years, a little over seven years. I've been with my wife for, since 2007, so 14 years. Okay. Almost 15. So so double it, right? Double it. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. And uh, we've got uh, uh, a son and a daughter. Yes, I got a son and daughter, and then um, I have a stepdaughter, who I've been in her life since she was a little before four years old. So, so pretty much the whole time. Pretty much a daughter. Too, yeah, I've got so. the same situation. Yeah. Yep. Totally get that. What are, what are, what are the kids into? What do they like to do outside of outside of schooling? My daughter, my youngest, loves softball. She's she would do that all year round if she could. She's starting to get into volleyball a little bit now. My son right now, he, he used to get into football, soccer, basketball. He's had some issues with his legs here recently. So right now he just works and goes to school pretty much. And my oldest has graduated. So now she is just working right now, currently. Okay. Um, so for you, you know, we're going to get into a little bit about who you are and where you come from and all those types of things. But... Um, I mentioned, you know, that you just just are pretty much a brand new hire back in July of this year, and um, we've had we've had a lot going on since since the time you walked in the door. Yes. Um, just just real briefly, high level, can you talk about some of the accomplishments here from from July through you know currently it's October? Yeah, I think the big thing was the phone system for sure came in right for sure <laughs> kind of right in the middle of the phone system. So I'd say that's the that's the big thing that took up took about the first month, month and a half of my time here was getting the phone system implemented, which is fully implemented now. I think we still have a couple little bugs that we see here and there, but for the most part, it's it's operational. It's running full operation right now. So um, besides that, just working on a couple of projects with GCM, try to get them, you know, their, their network up to standard a little bit better. Sure. Got some got some uh, backup sharing and stuff now between both organizations, yep. which is great, and um, taking control of that data, which is uh, uh, certainly very helpful. Um, so, in terms of kind of where you came from, you 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 definitely come from a different background than trucking. 
um, t- talk to us a little bit about where you came from and, and uh, um, kind of what life was like before you, you started with us. Yeah, so when after I graduated high school, I started working at an automotive factory here in Finley. Okay. Um, started out there on the floor, did production for probably eight, nine years, and then um, moved into the IT. So basically, it was all just automotive. We made a lot of um, air filters, um, oil filters at one point. So just dealing with the automotive world with definitely had its up and downs. There was a lot of times when, you know, car businesses, you know, sales are really high, then they go really low, really <laughs> high, really low. So Yeah, there can be definitely some inconsistency yeah. with the with so, the auto uh, industry. It was real it was it was really hectic. It was a big company, so you know, it was, it was kinda like on a roller coaster. Well you were used to a lot of um uh, multiple stations uh, and dealing with uh, uh, not only the stations and the people there, but the machinery, um, kind of the, the digital side of what controls the machinery as well, correct? Correct, yeah. We integrated a lot with the machines. We started working on, you know, line-side labeling for a lot of the containers, you know, so we were putting little workstations out on the lines, printers on the lines. So we so I mainly dealt with the networking down there and then the uh, teamed up with a couple of engineers for, you know, the PLC integrations of the machines and getting, you know, over 50 lines pretty much running on this line side labeling. Sure, sure. So would you say dynamically different between between uh, the the auto industry and the trucking industry? Yes, very. Would you? <laughs> better or worse? Or <laughs> maybe I shouldn't ask. Yeah. Uh, so far, trucking's better. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we like to hear. Yes. What What was your first paying job? My first paying job was uh, Hardee's, actually. Is that right? Yep. So I working at Hardee's here in Finley. The Frisco Burger. Yep. I loved Hardee's. <laughs> <laughs> I did, too. A little too much. I might, I, might have, uh, I might have bought a hamburger or two from you back yep. in the day. <laughs> so at this point, you know, I, I kind of touched on this a little bit, but uh, what, what have you learned or what's, what are you most surprised by um, uh, regarding trucking? I think the biggest surprise to me was the you know the integration with the trucks you know when i first started here learning about you know the omni tracks part the total mail part you know the cameras and the in the cabs and cameras on the trucks and a lot of that integration with the truck i think i was most surprised about okay all right anything that that hasn't surprised you anything that you knew kind of coming in um not, no, i wouldn't say not really okay so it's all it's all kind of been an open learning experience yes. for you. Um, what do you think, and I want to get a little philosophical on you now. What, what do you think um, the biggest reason or the most common reason for people failing on something or giving up on something? What, what would you say the, that reasoning is? I think everyone at least fails at least once in their life you know Let's I, hope I know so. the i know the the better you plan things out you know the less chance you have to fail mm-hmm. um but i think you know failure happens in everyone's life um the part of giving up i think is more of a i would say like a lack of discipline i guess um i just feel like if you know you give up after the first time and walk away to me that's i think that's more of a lack of discipline Okay. Is there anything you can draw on that you did, you did have a failure at and now um, you're very successful with? I would say IT. I, when I first started, <laughs> when I first started doing IT, uh, I actually, the company I worked for, I started as a junior network administrator there. And um, there was a lot of things, you know, 
schooling teaches you a lot of things, but there's a lot of real life problems, and especially with computers. I mean, you know, they, they have the mind of their own. They do something that you would never even learn in school and some things you can't even look up online, you know, just right. they, this thing, stuff happens. So um, just IT in general, you know, you learn so much as you go and then you just, you know, you keep that in your mind and you, and you just keep learning. I learned, I still to this day learn new things. All the time. All the time. Yeah. I think, um, you know, I've, I've uh, been fortunate to manage uh, the IT portion of, of the business here for many years now. And uh, I have enough knowledge to just simply be dangerous and, and know more than that. Um, but even even inside of that, kind of the knowledge that gets brought to the table and the things that I get an opportunity to learn about, it's really very interesting stuff. And um, certainly we've seen um, a real growth in technology uh, within our organization, certainly within the last five to seven years especially. So uh, thankful to have you here and to be a part of that. If you um, could kind of take a look back and talk to your 18-year-old self and, and explain or, or teach something uh, or caution something, <laughs> what would that be to your 18-year-old to, to, to Josh Ramirez? Uh, I would say I'd probably, I would have started college after after high school. Okay. I waited, you know, and then it, I, to me it was harder to go after I had younger kids. I feel yeah. like I missed out a lot because I worked full-time. I worked over full-time. Um, there was a lot of weeks where I was working 60, 70 hours a week, plus going to school full time just because I didn't want to draw it out any longer than sure. it needed to be. I just wanted to, you know, hurry be up and get done. It. So um, I think it would have been a lot easier if I would have went prior to having kids and, and you know, and just trying to get that out of the way first because I feel like I did miss out quite a bit on, you know, when my kids were younger. Don't, don't you find, though, that um, on the flip side of that, because I, I kind of experienced a little bit of that. I did go right out of right out of high school into college, um, but then had to take some time off. Um, you know, what, what kind of lessons and things did you learn during that time frame, that gap between high school and college? I mean, did you pick up on, on uh, some, some life hacks or, or, or those types of things? I mean, did you find value in that time? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, like I said, I started working right after high school. So, you know, and just working a lot. And, you know, I even bought a house before that and getting everything situated like that, I think was, you know, I, I think I did learn a lot between the gaps there. I think there's something sometimes to be said for, you know, school of, uh, of hard knocks or the school of life. You know, yeah. those types of things really have their own lessons. I've often said that uh, I don't I try not to live with regret in life. Uh, if I've made a mistake or an error, um, there was a reason that I did that, and it, and it taught me something, and I learned something from it. Um, but certainly I understand <laughs> raising young children and, and a full-time job and, and going to college. I've, I've done those same yeah. things myself, so I can definitely empathize with what you're talking about yeah. there. Thank goodness that my wife was, you know, she was the rock. For yeah, those years. That's you know, kind of how that yeah. works too. You gotta yeah. have you gotta have a solid commitment at home uh, to be able to help uh, to kind of balance that that world, and so you can get the things done you need to get done. And certainly, then in hindsight, I'm sure you return the favor now, right? Yes. <laughs> so, what would you say your greatest fear is, and and how do you manage that fear? I think my greatest fear right now is. Um, I would say just kind of how the world is going right now. Um, 
I get pretty fearful for my children growing up. Um, there's just a lot of a lot going on right now, and um, that that kind of brings fear to me. And you know, and really the only way that I try to deal with that is just you know try to think positive and try to teach them you know the best that I can, you know the the, the right values and you know stuff that I can. Just just to kind of keep keep some balance in in their lives and in your life. How do you how do you kind of combat that fear at this point? What 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 are the techniques? What things do you do to kind of subside and keep control of that? Yeah, I just uh, just gotta keep trying to stay positive about yeah. it. And there's yeah, there's a lot going on, and even with the schools and stuff, you know, I just uh, I'm pretty fearful for the kids. But I just try to stay positive and try to. Try as best I can to, you know, to try to block a lot of that, what's going on from them, you know, and just try to stay positive in front of them and try to help them the best I can. Sure. I appreciate that. I really do. If you, if you could have dinner with any three people, you know, alive, dead, who would those people be and, and why? Age old question. Yes. Um... I would say the first person would probably be my grandfather. Um, he, uh, I was raised by my grandparents for majority of my childhood, so he played a big role in my life. Um, okay. He passed away when I was like 16, so um, he was a truck driver. So is that uh, right? Yeah, he he drove trucks. So I just remember being a little kid and him coming home, bringing he'd bring his you know truck home sometimes, and I always thought that was pretty cool. Um, but I definitely say him. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Chris Farley. Um, <laughs> I love, I love c- comedy. I love, you know, I just see, I could just imagine having a dinner with someone like that. Yeah. I mean, it would be a good time. Lots of laughs. Um, so I definitely would go, I definitely go Chris Farley. And then you said three, right? Sure. Just be, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Woody Hayes. Just because I've been on the Ohio State nice. kick today, I've been battling Jenny downstairs today. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go Woody Hayes. I I'm not old enough to remember him as an active coach, but uh, sure. I'm a big enough fan to know about him and kind of the legacy and the intensity that he brought. And I think uh, having a you know a, a dinner with a guy like that, and you know just to hear about some of the the stories and. You know, and I think that would be very interesting. Yeah, I, I appreciate I, that. I always think that that particular question is is a a real insight into people in general, uh, and certainly the dynamics of the folks that you picked for that are. I would not have guessed that those would have been you know the, the, your answer, um, I, especially when you get to someone like a Chris Farley that um, you know you, you're just going to go out and probably have a very good time yeah. with that individual. Woody Hayes is going to teach you a tremendous amount about probably or or at least you think he's going to teach you a lot about life and a lot about people and how to handle people and um, how to motivate and those types of things, which is always uh, for any leadership. Um, that's always kind of job number one is how, how do we get someone motivated to do X, Y, Z. And then, you know, those personal influences, again, always seem to come out with that question. Uh, being uh, that your grandfather and obviously very close, if that's the male role model in your life, that's that's the individual that has a lot of influence. Um, I think maybe the most influence if you're if you're a boy growing up. So yep. um, that's a pretty cool set of answers, and I appreciate you sharing that. <laughs> uh, 
Um, what about, uh, you know, outside of work? You get some hobbies, some things you like to do besides IT. You want to get away from, from that. What do you do? What's your go-to things? Most of the time, it's, you know, usually something with the kids, you know, or the family. We're usually doing stuff. Um, my father-in-law likes to shoot pool on Friday nights, so a lot of times I like to go over there. And, you know, he always has a lot of the family over there. And we just, you know, listen to music, relax, shoot pool. Um, and then... I'd say uh, I like to, I don't do it enough, but I like to, you know, travel a little bit more. My wife and I, we like, you know, we sometimes we go out to eat and stuff, you know, but I like to go to, you know, different towns and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Where's your fa- favorite place to go? Uh, we just went to last, we just went there last weekend, actually. It's uh, called San Marcos. It's in Toledo. Okay. It's on uh, Broadway Street. Okay. Um, it's, uh, when you first walk in, it's like a little grocery store. You got to cut to the back. You yeah. get to the back of the restaurant. Um, that's, that's probably one of uh, my wife and I's favorite places to go. I don't know if you and I have shared this conversation before, but um, I got an opportunity in San Diego to go to um, an Italian restaurant. And um, it was the same exact format. I mean, the whole front of the store was this... Um, very tiny little little grocery store. You were really belly to belly um, with anyone that else was in there. I mean, the aisleways were very tiny. And in the back of the in the back of the store, there was an actual restaurant back there, and it had actually a couple of different sections. And the one section you feel like was more family dining, and the other section was a little bit more. You know, here's the kitchen right in front of you. We're gonna cook you a meal. You're gonna eat it, and you're gonna get out of here type deal. Yeah. Amazing food, though. Amazing yeah, food. they have amazing food. Besides my grandmother's cooking, that's probably my favorite Mexican restaurant. No kidding. Yep. I'm going to have to try that out. That sounds great. Um, what would you say if I asked you, and I know you and I have had some, some conversations outside of the workplace uh, regarding different things, television and, and music and those types of things, but if you had to choose a favorite music, favorite band, um, favorite song, what what would that be? What What, what are your the things you really enjoy this is another tough question <laughs> yeah it's the same um, it's the same for it, me it could change at any i feel like any hour of the day that's but, fair um most of my day honestly i listen to um as you know i listen to 106.3 like pretty much all day mm-hmm. um so um 70s 80s rock um i really enjoy that so that's pretty much my go-to um I do get into like uh, older hip hop. Um, there are some, you know, pop songs on the radio that I like. Um, you know, there's a couple, I'd say, you know, in the '90s kind of rock range of stuff. You know, so I think the my go-to is definitely is going to be some older rock. That's that's definitely the go-to for me. Yeah, yeah, and I definitely hear that coming out of your office every once in a while. Yeah. So. Um, I was going to ask you, you know, since since I am your current boss, what what kind of <laughs> what kind of advice would you give to your previous boss? Um, you know, I that's a tough question. Uh, my previous boss, um, I, f- I feel like was a, was an awesome boss. He taught me a lot, you know, especially when I was um, you know starting to move up in the IT uh, department. Um, you know, she taught me a lot of things there, um, just on the manager side of stuff. So, um, you know, unfortunately she left the company, you know, prior to me leaving the company, but, um, I can't really think of anything as far as advice wise I'd give her. 
What uh, what uh, type of things did uh, did you gain from from her leadership? What 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 do you take away? Because you said there was quite a bit there from a management yeah. perspective. Um, I think it was mainly just dealing with um, dealing with people as far as being their boss, you know, and how to um, you know how to approach different situations, you know, being being a boss and having people work under you. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of, there's a lot of there's a lot of things you really have to um, balance out there, you know. So she taught me a lot about that, and you know, just trying to, you know, trying to um, learn to delegate and also when to, you know, step in, take control, you know, situa- certain situations, you know, and you know, and also just, you know, trying not to overkill yourself, you know, when you can. There's certain things you can, all, you know, de- you know, delegate when you're used to doing it all yourself yeah. for so long, you know. So there's a lot of that she taught me too, and um, you know, and just a lot of you know when you when you leave work, you know, try to leave work at work, you know. So when you go home, you're not taking everything with you, you know, and you know, trying to balance that life and and, and home. work life. Yeah, know? yeah, it's uh, that's always kind of a challenging piece, and I think the further and the deeper you get into an organization. Um, you know, it becomes a lot more difficult to kind of separate the two, uh, just because you're you're so intertwined. Um, what what would you say about the culture here at this point? You know, again, it's, it's still relatively a short time that you've been with us, but what uh, what do you see as pluses and, and minuses at this point as far as the culture here? The culture is amazing here. Um, I heard so many good things about. You know, Garter before I actually started working here. You know, and when I applied for the job, I did start doing a little bit of investigation. You know, trying to figure out, you know, did anyone know someone that worked here? You know, and just even all the way down, you know, to like, well, this is my you know cousin's dad that worked there. You know, and they they love that place. You know, so just sort of a lot of good things, and it's it was all true. I mean, the culture here is amazing. Everyone seems to get along. It's you know, it almost feels like a family. You know, so. Um, that, that's amazing, you know, and so I, you know, even the drivers, you know, you get, you know, these drivers, everyone is just so, you know, close, I feel like, so um, the atmosphere is amazing here. It's, it's definitely easier to do when, you, when you're when you a smaller size organization. It gives you a chance to be a bit more mobile, I think, and um, a, li- a bit more honest and earnest about things and, and uh, intentional in terms of conversation and um, getting to know people and stuff, and I think you've certainly been embraced by the culture here and the and the people here, and it's always really cool to see when you hire somebody and and watch them kind of fold in and to the to the surrounding environment and and uh, become a part of things. Yeah, it's very easy to do here. Well, so here's the big question, the million dollar question: What kind of uh, projects do we have coming up next for <laughs> IT, and and what's that going to mean for for us as an organization? Um. Well, I know, you know, the phone system, we're still kind of working some smaller bugs out, but as far as coming down, coming down the pipe, um, I know we were working on some stuff with the trucks, you know, with the 3G going away soon. Yeah. So just trying to, you know, get that plan rolled out for that. We've got, to, we've got some, uh, some meetings here in the, yeah. in the coming weeks, um, just to get a better understanding of what things could look like in terms of communication and and how we how we use that communication and what we do with it and um, certainly trying to make the driver's life a lot easier um, tomorrow versus what it is today in terms of the amount of data entry and those types of things anything that we can do to kind of streamline 
those processes are going to be appreciated by the driver and certainly help us too. So yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. That's going to be a, a big undertaking here within the next year or so. Yeah. Anything else? No, I think the other stuff's probably more behind the scenes. I don't really know if it's going to, yeah. you know, be a big effect on a lot of people on the fleet or anybody. Yeah. yeah, I can appreciate that. I know. Um, just understanding our network in total and, and a lot of the improvements that we've made over the last, again, five to seven years um, to really kind of strengthen what we have uh, both internally and externally, what we're able to offer to uh, our drivers um, and and uh, offer to the staff here, I think has come a long way. So I uh, genuinely I look forward to seeing uh, what direction things take uh, under your leadership with the IT. And um, Josh, I want to thank you again for taking the time to sit down and talk with me and uh until we meet again on the the next edition of beyond the cab thanks so much yes thank you hi this is tim krolski you've gotten to know some of garner's folks personally through my podcast now it's time for you to hear about the ever-changing things happening in the trucking industry From regulations to technology to customers and the daily life of a trucker, it's time to hear from the folks on the road and the people off the road who provide support. What will your perspective be? Will you agree with the thoughts of others? Find out when you come with me on Garner Trucking's Beyond the Cab. Hello and welcome to another edition of Beyond the Cab. I'm your host, Tim Krolski, and with me today... I have uh, our brand new IT manager, Josh Ramirez. Josh, thanks for joining me today. Yes, thank you for having me. This is a, a great way to kind of do an introduction to everyone in the company and, and certainly anyone outside the company that's listening. Um, we uh, we kind of got surprised. We had a, a long-term IT manager did a great job for us and um, sad to see Jeff go and, and so thankful to have a great replacement for him and the job that you've been doing for us uh, thus far has been outstanding. We appreciate that. Thank you. Um, so Josh, originally here, Finley, Ohio is home. Yes. Where'd you go to school? Uh, graduated from Finley High School okay. and then, uh, did some college at Owens here in Finley, finished off in the Toledo and then uh, graduated from Tiffin University. Okay, and uh, we're married. We got kids. Yes. Okay, how long have you been married? Been married for seven years, a little over seven years. I've been with my wife for since two thousand seven, so fourteen years. Okay. Almost fifteen. So, so double it, right? Yeah. Double it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome, and uh, we've got uh, uh, a son and a daughter. Yes, I got a son and daughter, and then um, I have a stepdaughter who I've been in her life since she was a little before four years old. So, so pretty much the whole time. Pretty much a daughter. To yeah, me, I've got so. the same situation. Yeah. Yep. Totally get that. What are, what, are, what are the kids into? What do they like to do outside of, outside of schooling? My daughter, my youngest, loves softball. She's She would do that all year round if she could. She's starting to get into volleyball a little bit now. My son right now, he, he used to get into football, soccer, basketball. He's had some issues with his legs here recently. So right now he just works and goes to school pretty much. And my oldest has graduated. So now she is just working right now, currently. Okay. Um, so 
for you, you know, we're going to get into a little bit about who you are and where you come from and all those types of things. But um, I mentioned, you know, that you just just are pretty much a brand new hire back in July of this year. And um, we've had we've had a lot going on since since the time you walked in the door. Yes. Um, just just real briefly, high level. Can you talk about some of the accomplishments here from from July through, you know, currently it's October? Yeah, I think the big thing was the phone system. For sure. Came in, right? For sure. <laughs> kind of right in the middle of the phone system. So I'd say that's the that's the big thing that took up took about the first month, month and a half of my time here was getting the phone system implemented, which is fully implemented now. I think we still have a couple little bugs that we see here and there, but for the most part it's it's operational. It's running full operation right now. So um besides that, just working on a couple of projects with GCM, try to get them, you know, their their network up to standard a little bit better sure got some got some uh, backup sharing and stuff now between both organizations which is great and um, taking control of that data which is uh, uh, certainly very helpful um so in terms of kind of where you came from you 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 definitely come from a different background than trucking um talk to us a little bit about where you came from and and uh um, kind of what life was like before you you started with us yeah, so when after I graduated high school, I started working at a automotive factory here in Finley. Okay. Um, started out there on the floor, did production for probably eight nine years, and then um, moved into the IT. So basically, it was all just automotive. We made a lot of um, air filters, um, oil filters at one point. So just dealing with the automotive world was definitely had its up and downs. There was a lot of times when you know car businesses. You know, sales are really high, then they go really low, really high, really low. So yeah, there can be definitely some inconsistency yeah. with the with so, the uh, industry. It was real. It was it was really hectic. It was a big company, so you know, it was, was kind of like on a roller coaster. Well, you were used to a lot of um, uh, multiple stations uh, and dealing with uh, uh, not only the stations and the people there, but the machinery, um, kind of the the digital side of what controls the machinery as well correct correct yeah we integrated a lot with the machines we started working on you know line side labeling for a lot of the containers you know so we were putting little workstations out on the lines printers on the lines so we so i mainly dealt with the networking down there and then uh teamed up with a couple engineers for you know the plc integrations of the machines and getting you know over 50 lines pretty much running on this line side labeling sure sure so would you say dynamically different between between uh the the auto industry and the trucking industry yes very would you <laughs> better or worse <laughs> maybe i shouldn't ask yeah uh so far trucking's better <laughs> <laughs> that's what we like to hear yes. what what was your first paying job my first paying job was uh, Hardee's, actually. Is that right? Yep. So I'm working at Hardee's here in Finley. The Frisco Burger. Yep, I loved Hardee's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did too. A little too much. I might, I might have, uh, I might have bought a hamburger or two from you back yeah. in the day. <laughs> so at this point, you know, I, I kind of touched on this a little bit, but uh, what, what have you learned, or what's, what are you most surprised by, um, uh, regarding trucking? I think the biggest surprise to me was the inter, you know the integration with the trucks you know when i first started here learning about you know the omni tracks part the total mail part you, you know the cameras and the in the cabs and cameras on the trucks and a lot of that integration with the truck i think i was most surprised about okay all right anything that that hasn't surprised you anything that you knew kind of coming in 
Um, not, no, I wouldn't say not really. Okay, so it's all, it's all kind of been an open learning experience yes. for you. Um, what do you think? And I want to get a little philosophical on you now. What, what do you think um, the biggest reason or the most common reason for people failing on something or giving up on something? What, what would you say the, that reasoning is? I think everyone at least fails at least once in their life. You know, Let's I, hope I know so. the I know the the better you plan things out, you know, the less chance you have to fail. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you know failure happens in everyone's life. Um, the part of giving up, I think, is more of a, I would say, like a lack of discipline. I guess. Um, you, I just feel like if you know you give up after the first time and walk away, to me, that's I think that's more of a lack of discipline. Okay. Is there anything you can draw on that you did, you did have a failure at and now um, you're very successful with? I would say IT. I, when I first started, <laughs> when I first started doing IT, uh, I actually, the company I worked for, I started as a junior network administrator there. And um, there was a lot of things, you know, schooling teaches you a lot of things, but there's a lot of real life problems, and especially with computers. I mean, you know, they, they have the mind of their own. They do something that you would never even learn in school and some things you can't even look up online, you know, just right. they, this thing, stuff happens. So um, just IT in general, you know, you learn so much as you go and then you just, you know, you keep that in your mind and you and you just keep learning. I learned, I still to this day learn new things. All the time. All the time. Yeah. I think, um, you know, I've, I've uh, been fortunate to manage uh, the IT portion of, of the business here for many years now. And uh, I have enough knowledge to just simply be dangerous and, and know more than that. Um, but even even inside of that, kind of the knowledge that gets brought to the table and the things that I get an opportunity to learn about, it's really very interesting stuff. And um, certainly we've seen um, a real growth in technology uh, within our organization, certainly within the last five to seven years, especially. So, uh, thankful to have you here and to be a part of that. If you um, could kind of take a look back and talk to your 18-year-old self and, and explain or or teach something uh, or caution something, <laughs> what would that be to your to, to, to eight, 18-year-old Josh Ramirez? Uh, I would say I'd probably I would have started college. Uh, after after high school okay i waited you know and then i to me it was harder to go after i had younger kids i feel like i missed out a lot because i worked full time i worked over full time um there was a lot of weeks that i was working 60 70 hours a week plus going to school full time just because i didn't want to draw it out any longer than it needed to be i just wanted to you know hurry up and get done so um i think it would have been a lot easier if i would have went prior to having kids and and you know and just trying to get that out of the way first because i feel like i did miss out quite a bit on you know when my kids were younger don't don't you find though that um on the flip side of that because i i kind of experienced a little bit of that i did go right out of right out of high school into college um but then had to take some time off um you know what what kind of lessons and things did you learn during that time frame that gap between high school and college I mean, did you pick up on on uh, some some life hacks or, or or those types of things? I mean, did you find value in that time? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I like I said, I started working right after high school, so you know, and just working a lot, and you know, I even bought a house before that, and getting everything situated like that. I think was 
you know, I, I think I did learn a lot between the gaps there. I think there's something sometimes to be said for, you know, school of, uh, of hard knocks or the school of life, you know, yeah. those types of things really have their own lessons. I've often said that, uh, I don't, I try not to live with regret in life. Uh, if I've made a mistake or an error, um, there was a reason that I did that and it, and it taught me something and I learned something from it. Um, but certainly I understand raising young children and, and a full-time job and, and going to college. I've, I've done those same yeah. things myself, so I can definitely empathize with what you're talking about yeah. there. Thank goodness that my wife was, you know, she was the rock for yeah. those years. That's you know? kind of how that yeah. works too. You got to yeah. have, you got to have a solid commitment at home. Uh, to be able to help uh, to kind of balance that that world and so you can get the things done you need to get done and certainly then in hindsight i'm sure you return the favor now right yes <laughs> so what would you say your greatest fear is and, and how do you manage that fear i think my greatest fear right now is um i would say just kind of how the world is going right now um I get pretty fearful for my children growing up. Um, there's just a lot of a lot going on right now, and um, that that kind of brings fear to me. And you know, and really, the only way that I try to deal with that is just you know try to think positive and try to teach them you know the best that I can, you know the the, the right values and you know stuff that I can. Just just to kind of keep keep some balance in in their lives and in your life. How do you how do you kind of combat that fear? at this point what, what what are the techniques what things do you do to kind of subside and keep control of that yeah i just uh just gotta keep trying to stay positive about yeah. it and there's yeah there's a lot going on and even with the schools and stuff you know i just uh i'm pretty fearful for the kids but i just try to stay positive and try to try as best i can to you know to try to block a lot of that what's going on from them you know and just try to stay positive in front of them and try to help them the best I can. Sure. I appreciate that. I really do. If you, if you could have dinner with any three people, you know, alive, dead, who would those people be and, and why? Age old question. Yes. Um, I would say the first person would probably be my grandfather. Um, he, uh, I was raised by my grandparents for majority of my childhood so he played a big role in my life um okay. he passed away when i was like 16 so um he was a truck driver so is that uh, right yeah he he drove trucks so i just remember being a little kid and him coming home bringing he'd bring his you know truck home sometimes and i always thought that was pretty cool um but i definitely say him um i'm gonna go I'm gonna go Chris Farley. Um, <laughs> I love I love c comedy. I love you know. I just see I could just imagine having a dinner with someone like that. Yeah. I mean, it would be a good time, lots of laughs. Um, so I definitely would go. I definitely go Chris Farley. And then you said three, right? Sure. Just because, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Woody Hayes just because I've been on the Ohio State nice. kick today. I've been battling Jenny downstairs today. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go Woody Hayes. I I'm not old enough to remember him as an active coach, but uh, sure. I'm a big enough fan to know about him and kind of the legacy and the intensity that he brought. And I think uh, having uh, 
you know, a, a dinner with a guy like that and, you know, just to hear about some of the, the stories and, you know, and I think that would be very interesting. Yeah, I, I appreciate I, that. I always think that that particular question is is a, a real insight into people in general. Uh, and certainly the dynamics of the folks that you picked for that are, I would not have guessed that those would have been, you know, the, the, your answer. Um, I, especially when you get to someone like a Chris Farley that, um, you know, you, you're just going to go out and probably have a very good time yeah. with that individual. Woody Hayes is going to teach you a tremendous amount about probably, or or at least you think he's going to teach you a lot about life and a lot about people and how to handle people and um, how to motivate and those types of things, which is always, uh, for any leadership, um, that's always kind of job number one is how, how do we get someone motivated to do X, Y, Z. And then, you know, those personal influences, again, always seem to come out with that question, uh, being uh, that your grandfather and obviously very close, if that's the male role model in your life, that's that's the individual that has a lot of influence. Um, I think maybe the most influence if you're if you're a boy growing up. So yep. um, that's a pretty cool set of answers, and I appreciate you sharing that. <laughs> um, what about uh, you know outside of work? You get some hobbies, some things you like to do besides IT. You want to get away from from that. What do you do? What's your go-to things? Most of the time, it's, you know, usually something with the kids, you know, or the family. We're usually doing stuff. Um, my father-in-law likes to shoot pool on Friday nights, so a lot of times I like to go over there. And, you know, he always has a lot of the family over there. And we just, you know, listen to music, relax, shoot pool. Um, and then I'd say uh, I like to – I don't do it enough, but I like to, you know, travel a little bit more. My wife and I, we like – you know, we sometimes we go out to eat and stuff, you know, but I like to go to, you know, different towns and stuff like yeah. that. Where's your favorite place to go? Uh, we just went to last. We just went there last weekend. Actually, it's uh, called San Marcos. It's in Toledo. Okay. It's on uh, Broadway Street. Okay. Um, it's uh, when you first walk in, it's like a little grocery store. You got to cut to the back. You yeah. get to the back of the restaurant. Um, that's that's probably one of uh, my wife and I's favorite places to go. I don't know if you and I have shared this conversation before, but um, I got an opportunity in San Diego to go to um, an Italian restaurant. And um, it was the same exact format. I mean, the whole front of the store was this um, very tiny little little grocery <laughs> store. You were really belly to belly um, with anyone that else was in there. I mean, the aisleways were very tiny. And in the back of the in the back of the store, there was an actual restaurant back there, and it had actually a couple of different sections. And the one section you feel like was more family dining and. The other section was a little bit more, you know, here's the kitchen right in front of you. We're going to cook you a meal. You're going to eat it, and you're going to get out of here type deal. Yeah. Amazing food, though. Amazing yeah, food. they have amazing food. Besides my grandmother's cooking, that's probably my favorite Mexican restaurant. No kidding. Yep. I'm going to have to try that out. That sounds great. Um, what would you say if I asked you, and I know you and I have had some some conversations outside of the workplace uh, regarding different things television and, and music and those types of things but if you had to choose a favorite music favorite band um, favorite song what what would that be what, what what are your the things you really enjoy this is another tough question <laughs> yeah it's the same um, it's the same for it, me it could change at any I feel like any hour of the day that's but, fair um, most of my day honestly I listen to um, as you know, I listen to 106.3 like pretty much all day. Mm -hmm. um, so um, 70s, 80s rock, um, I really enjoy that. So that's pretty much my go-to. 
um i do get into like uh older hip-hop um there are some you know pop songs on the radio that i like um you know there's a couple i'd say you know in the 90s kind of rock range of stuff you know so i think the my go-to is definitely is going to be some older rock that's that's definitely the go-to for me yeah yeah and i definitely hear that coming out of your office every once in a while yeah. so um I was going to ask you, you know, since since I am your current boss, what what kind of <laughs> what kind of advice would you give to your previous boss? Um, you know, I that's a tough question. Um, my previous boss, um, I, f- I feel like was a, was an awesome boss. He taught me a lot, you know, especially when I was um, you know starting to move up in the IT uh, department. Um, you know, she taught me a lot of things there, um, just on the manager side of stuff. So, um, you know, unfortunately she left the company, you know, prior to me leaving the company, but, um, I can't really think of anything as far as advice wise I'd give her. What, uh, what, uh, type of things did, uh, did you gain from, from her leadership? What, what, what do you take away? Because you said there was quite a bit there from a management yeah. perspective. Um, I think it was mainly just dealing with um, dealing with people as far as being their boss, you know, and how to, um, you know, how to approach different situations, you know, being being a boss and having people work under you. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of, there's a lot of there's a lot of things you really have to um, balance out there, you know. So she taught me a lot about that, and you know, just trying to you know, trying to, um, learn to delegate and also when to, you know, step in, take control, you know, situate certain situations, you know, and, you know, and also just, you know, trying not to overkill yourself, you know, when you can, there's certain things you can all, you know, that, de- you know, delegate when you're used to doing it all yourself yeah. for so long, you know, so there's a lot of that she taught me to. And, um, you know, and just a lot of, you know, when you, when you leave work, you know, try to leave work, at work you know so when you go home you're not taking everything with you you know and you know trying to balance that life and and, and home. work life yeah know? yeah it's uh that's always kind of a challenging piece and i think the further and the deeper you get into an organization um you know it becomes a, a lot more difficult to kind of separate the two uh, just because you're you're so intertwined um what what would you say about the culture here at this point you know again it's still relatively a short time that you've been with us but what uh, what do you see as pluses and, and minuses at this point as far as the culture here the culture is amazing here um i heard so many good things about you know garden before i actually started working here you know and when i applied for the job i did start doing a little bit of investigation you know trying to figure out you know did anyone know someone that worked here you know and just even all the way down you know to like well this is my you know cousin's dad that worked there you know and they they love that place you know so just heard a lot of good things and it's it was all true i mean the culture here is amazing everyone seems to get along it's you know almost feels like a family you know so um that that's amazing you know and so i you know even the drivers you know you get you know these drivers everyone is just so you know close i feel like so um, the atmosphere is amazing here. It's it's definitely easier to do when you when you're a smaller size organization. It gives you a chance to be a bit more mobile, I think. And 
um, a, li- a bit more honest and earnest about things and, and uh, intentional in terms of conversation and um, getting to know people and stuff. And I think you've certainly been embraced by the culture here and the, and the people here. And it's always really cool to see when you hire somebody and, and watch them kind of fold in and to the to the surrounding environment and, and uh, become a part of things. Yeah, it's very easy to do here. Well, so here's the big question. The million-dollar question, what kind of uh, projects do we have coming up next for <laughs> IT, and, and what's that going to mean for, for us as an organization? Um, well, I know, you know the phone system, we're still kind of working some smaller bugs out, but as far as coming down, coming down the pipe, um, I know we were working on some stuff with the trucks, you know, with the 3G going away soon yeah. so just trying to you know get that plan rolled out for that we've got to, we've got some uh, some meetings here in the yeah. in the coming weeks um just to get a better understanding of what things could look like in terms of communication and and how we how we use that communication and what we do with it and um certainly trying to make the driver's life a lot easier um tomorrow versus what it is today in terms of the amount of data entry and those types of things, anything that we can do to kind of streamline those processes are going to be appreciated by the driver and certainly help us too. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. That's going to be a, a big undertaking here within the next year or so. Yeah. Anything else? No, I think the other stuff's probably more behind the scenes. I don't really know if it's going to yeah. you know, be a big effect on a lot of people. On the fleet or anybody. Yeah, yeah I can appreciate that. I know. Um, just understanding our network in total and, and a lot of the improvements that we've made over the last, again, five to seven years um, to really kind of strengthen what we have uh, both internally and externally, what we're able to offer to uh, our drivers um, and and uh, offer to the staff here, I think has come a long way. So I uh, genuinely I look forward to seeing uh, what direction things take uh, under your leadership with the IT. And um, Josh, I want to thank you again for taking the time to sit down and talk with me and uh until we meet again on the the next edition of beyond the cab thanks so much yes thank you